you like audiobooks or audio shows, check out a free trial of Audible. Just click the link in the description. You are listening to Mindshock. This is Shadow People, Episode 5. Shadow People Encounters 3. This is your host, Bruce McGuire. And Maxwell Powers. And we will be going over even more Shadow People Encounters in this phenomena that seems to just be picking up speed and is just incredibly, incredibly reported. And it's still not really viewed as a major, major phenomena like ghosts or Bigfoot or aliens, but shadow people are, I would say they're right up there. What do you think, Maxwell? Um, what's up there? <laughs> shadow people. <laughs> oh, up there with what? What I just said, big phenomena like ghosts, oh, Bigfoot, big aliens. Um, like when people say, what are the greatest paranormal mysteries and phenomena? People say ghosts, Bigfoot, aliens. They don't uh, really I, say I know, shadow know, people or yeah, monsters. Sometimes they say monsters are vampires or werewolves. Nobody yeah. says shadow. Oh, shadow people. Yeah. It's yeah, not shadow quite as not popular. That popular. Well, they need to make a. They need to make like five movies on it, and then it'll be as popular as werewolves. <laughs> well, probably like fifty movies. Yeah, because they like. How many vampire movies are there? There must be like oh hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah, there's a lot. But that would be, you know how creepy that is if you make a a, a series of, of movies on Shadow People? I think there's a movie actually called Shadow People. I haven't seen it, though. Uh, and then there's, uh, there's definitely a couple. There's been a couple. I think there's a couple of low but super low-budget ones, and then there was one bigger-budget one. I mean, to talk about paranoia, I mean, Shadow People is so, like, <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think it's one of the. I think it's one of the top phenomena. So okay, so when you say top phenomena, like I, I was thinking like popularity wise, but I guess you know you're thinking. Well, both, both. Yeah, but it's not that popular though. I, no one. Really I know. Knows about I'm, I'm saying it should be. It should. Oh, be yeah. Based mm. on the frequency of report. Actually, I've never heard of shadow people until you brought it up. <laughs> well, don't you think more people have seen shadow people than werewolves? When's the last time you heard about a werewolf report? I mean, so, well, I've never know. heard of anyone's uh, report on shadow people, but well, I, I told guess. you, I gave you my account. But anyway, hold oh, yeah, on, yeah, hold yeah, on. So, right, right. once again, if you like our podcast, you can donate to our PayPal. Check the link in the description. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications. If you like the podcast video, you can uh, hit the like button and feel free to share it. Any questions, comments, thoughts, insults, drop them in the comments section. And you can also check out our Facebook page. Make sure to like that. And also Reddit, Twitter, Patreon. All right, Maxwell, let's dive deep. So I know you're still traumatized from our last Shadow People podcast. So <laughs> make sure you got your nightlight on. Make sure you got your teddy bear close by. Because some of these are very, very creepy. All yes, right. That's great, so, man. This one. Okay, Sacred Blood Cemetery. Here's a report you are not likely to forget soon. A few years ago, I went on a nighttime walk with a good friend through a cemetery. I mean, that sounds like a normal occurrence. I mean, don't you take your leisurely uh, twilight strolls through cemeteries, Maxwell? <laughs> 
So the name of the cemetery was Sacred Blood Cemetery. If that's not creepy, I don't know. Okay. If it wasn't creepy enough already, the name was Sacred Blood Cemetery. After a while, we just felt creeped out but didn't see anything. So we decided to head out. We turned around and about 30 feet away, there appeared to be a dark outline of something peering at us from behind a tree. Something felt sinister. My heart started pounding and the air seemed really thin. I tried to dismiss it at first as being part of the tree, but as we walked around the tree, it seemed to move with us to remain hidden behind the tree. It could have been nothing, but we ran like hell thinking about the horror stories that seem to revolve around shadow people. Absolutely terrifying. That is pretty creepy. I don't think I've ever heard of an account where the shadow person is playing peekaboo around a tree. So they're going, like, they see the outline, and as they walk around the tree to try to look at it more, it keeps moving around the tree with them. How weird is that? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And if you haven't checked out our previous episodes on Shadow People, we go over scientific explanations, edge of the eye phenomena, how you can see something straight on versus out of the edge of your eye, because your edge of your eye is more designed to pick up movement as opposed to detail. So, yeah, if you haven't checked those episodes out, check those out, because we'll be referring here and there to those. But the other thing that's kind of weird, though, how do you truly differentiate between a shadow person and a ghost? Because if this was just a ghost hidden in the shadows behind the tree playing peekaboo, is that a shadow person? I mean, we've gone over this many, many times. Are shadow people ghosts? Are they not ghosts? Are they a certain type of ghost? Yeah, I don't know. I think we could, po I mean, I don't want to fall for any more black and white fallacies, but it would seem that an interdimensional traveler might not necessarily be interested in hanging around cemeteries unless they know what they look like and they know that they can pass for a ghost and they're just screwing around and trying to have some fun like what if in another dimension teenagers or college kids are like oh what are we going to do for fun oh let's jump to this dimension and pretend to be ghosts <laughs> like that's their version of pranking in their dimension <laughs> yeah it's funny is to travel to our dimension to pretend to be a ghost Man, you're, you're you're like you're 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 writing movie scripts like left and right. <laughs> <laughs> that that would make an interesting movie. But you know, it, it's just so this this particular encounter is so creepy because that would seem the shadow entity didn't necessarily want to be seen, but at the same time, I mean, what is it doing? Like uh, humans approach it, it doesn't want to be seen, so it keeps circling the tree as to not be seen. Like, what are the motivations there? If you're this shadow entity, like, what are you thinking? Hmm. Or is well, it simply... well, 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 you did, you did mention that, like, that theory where shadow people are, like, interdimensional and we, we are the ghost to them. So they're running away from us. <laughs> oh, you remember that one? Yeah, that one. <laughs> that's, yeah, uh... that's pretty great. Yeah, I guess. Or it could just be simply, like, an animal that is afraid of being seen, so it's just kind of trying to stay out of view, possibly. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, a lot of, lot of questions on that one. Okay, here's the next one. My friend's haunted house. About a week ago, a co-worker and I were chatting, and I mentioned how much I enjoy reading and watching things about the paranormal. He said he had taken an interest in it as well because he and his wife actually live in a house that's haunted. 
It's weird because we have known each other for nearly two years, and this is the first time anything like this has come up. His wife showed up to pick him up from his shift, and he said he told me about their house. She began describing some of the things they have seen and heard, and he invited me to come hang out. That maybe we would all see something so that it would be more than just the word of the two of them. They have told their families about it, but got completely blown off. Anyways, last night was the only night he and I had the same evening off, so he gave me directions, and I showed up at his place around 8 p.m. We ordered pizza, had some beers, and basically laughed and joked nearly the entire time. At around 10.30, I was like, well, nothing has happened, as I expected, so I guess I'll take off. My friend said, before I go, I should see his manga collection, so I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> He took me into a spare bedroom where he keeps all of his collectibles, and while we were in there, I look up and see his wife's face go white as a sheet. She is looking behind us, facing the door. I see my friend turn his head to look behind me, and his jaw just drops. I slowly turn my head, and right there in the doorway, about five feet from me, is the solid black outline of a person just standing there. We stared at it for a good minute or so, not saying anything, and it just gradually faded. Then we all looked at each other just awestruck. They had never actually seen anything like that before, mostly just sounds, smells, and feelings, and maybe a fleeting shadow like one time. Needless to say, we were all just flabbergasted. It didn't feel threatening but it was very cold in that hallway as we walked out. I could barely sleep when I got home. I just can't believe it. To now know that these things are real. I'm just questioning everything right now. I can't concentrate on my daily routine at the moment. I can't get that image out of my head. It was amazing. Not even really scary. I just had to share, though. Sounds like this person was kind of traumatized in a way. In a yeah. shake, shaking the foundations of reality kind of way, not necessarily in a petrified kind of way. But this, yeah. this is pretty bizarre because they said that they looked at it for about a whole minute. That's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. And then it gradually faded. So it didn't disappear. So it looks so they didn't, this guy didn't see it appear. He turned his head and saw the outline, just a black outline. And then they looked at it for a whole minute, and then it's gradually faded. That's, that's pretty weird, too. Usually ghosts just vanish in the blink of an eye or, uh, you know, to slow fade. I mean, that's pretty weird, right? Yeah. A slow fade. Really, really bizarre. I mean, we've got over all these theories. Like, they, they could be time travelers. They could be astral projecting entities. We, we have no clue what they are, obviously, but... Some of these accounts are very unique and different than ghost accounts. So it's possible that these entities have nothing to do with ghosts and they are not the undead. Unless, of course, there's something else going on. They are the undead and for whatever reason they can't manifest with detail. Or who knows what it is. Or, as I discussed, if, if the key here is the mind of the observer then that means that certain individuals might be capable of seeing ghosts with details and others not, depending on what part of the light spectrum you can see.
So a whole lot of different possibilities here. What, what do you think about this this haunting? They did see they, they heard sounds. There were smells. So it's not just this one instance. So it does. Or was the house haunted by real ghosts and this shadow entity is unrelated to that? <laughs> <laughs> did you follow what's that? So, yeah, what's so funny, though? Because what are the chances that the house is haunted and it also happens to be visited by shadow people? <laughs> That's what's funny. <laughs> I mean, I guess if hauntings are real, if ghosts and hauntings are real, and there's particular houses that are haunted, an astral traveler or an astral projecting entity that's appearing as a shadow person could be going to that house, not even knowing that it was haunted, right? <laughs> oh, man, this is my shock. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Another bizarre encounter. This is with a friendly shadow person. So one night I was visiting my grandma. She lives in the middle of Podunk Nowhere here in the Deep South. A little backstory. This year her husband died in her room and her ex-husband also died in the hospital. Okay. Yeah, would... you, need, you need to make a shadow person uh, movie because, like, you know so much about it. And plus, I'm thinking shadow people uh, would be a low-budget type film because it's just shadows. I don't know. And the, 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 <laughs> graphics, the, graphics, the graphics aren't that hard. It's like black. Shadow Entity starring Maxwell <laughs> Powers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I was visiting to keep her company and whatnot. Anyway, we were laying in bed watching The Dead Files on Travel Channel, and Amy Allen is talking about shadow people. My grandma randomly asks, what's a shadow person? I give her my best explanation, not thinking much of it. A little while later, she reveals to me that for a period of about two weeks, very recently, she had a shadow person visit her every night. It would lay in the bed with her and talk to her. She said it never felt scary, just kind of comforting. An everything is going to be okay type entity. She did not sense that it was my grandfather or step-grandfather. Still, it freaked me the F out, so I slept in the bed with her that night. In the shadow person's spot. Ha ha. I wasn't sure what would be worse, sleeping alone or sleeping where the shadow person sleeps. Has anyone else heard of something like this? Okay, so this is kind of bizarre. So basically her husband and ex-husband had both recently died. But she, she felt the need to state specifically that she did not sense that it was either one of her, either one of... It wasn't her husband or ex-husband who had died. So she got the sense that she didn't sense that. So I guess it could still have been one of them if it was a ghost. But usually your intuition would tell you that, right? I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't deal with ghosts or shadow people other than my one encounter or sighting, which I went over, which is still really, really weird. But anyway, so also it's just kind of interesting because the grandmother doesn't know what a shadow person is really. But when explained to her, she said that this happened for two weeks every night. And so I'm guessing it just stopped and then never happened before. That's pretty weird. I mean, are we going to say, it's, is it also kind of coincidental that her husband and ex-husband had died in the past year recently? But then she said very recently she had a shadow person visit her every night. 
So I, I'm guessing this would not be right after her husband or ex-husband died, so I guess it might not be related. What do you think? This is kind of weird. This is the only account I've heard of where a shadow person lays in bed with somebody and talks to them, comforting them. I mean, this is just absolutely bizarre. <laughs> that's, that's crazy because I, I never, um, this is the first one that you've re, um, presented that that talked, right? Like shadow people don't talk except for this one. Uh, I think, there, no, there were whispers. No, there were whispers. Remember there was accounts where some of them were oh, trying yeah, to tell yeah, them yeah. a secret or whatever. But normally, I mean, there were quite a few encounters and sightings where people said there was no threatening vibe. It was just weird. But most of them, they seem to be evil entities that feed off your fear. They have menacing and foreboding presences. I mean, these particular encounters are, are quite different. It's th this one is bizarre. It's probably one of the uh, one of the weirdest ones. Are right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. The real reason we moved. I was around four or five years old. I have a great memory, so he's not like Maxwell Powers. It's kind of creepy to some because I have a photographic memory. But you know what's weird? If he has a photographic memory, how come he can't remember if he was four or five? Uh, well, uh, hmm. actually, I guess that's different because he remembers exactly what he saw. He just doesn't remember when he saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his sense of time is off, but the exact memories are correct. Okay. Anyways, the house I lived in, my brothers and I swore to be haunted. The basement was the worst. Picture this. You walk down a set of stairs. You look to your right. It's a rumpus room. I'm guessing that's a game room or something. Yeah. Ahead of you is a doorway to the laundry room, and the left of you is a hallway. At the end of the hallway is two rooms on your left and right. My older brother stayed in the room on the left, and his friends would not sleep over because of a shadowy figure in his closet always staring at them, or so my brother claims. The room on the right is where my uncle stayed in. Now this is where it gets effed up. My older brother was babysitting my twin brother and I, and we all played hide and seek. My twin and I went hiding while my older brother seeked. <laughs> I ran into my uncle's room on the right and into his closet. I sat down on the floor and I felt a hand on my shoulder. At this time, I thought it was my twin brother. I remember asking, hiding in here too? To which there was no reply. Five minutes passed, and I felt cold. So I left the closet thinking my brother was following me. I went upstairs to the living room, and both my brothers were sitting on the couch asking where I hid. They couldn't believe where I told them because they think that the basement in general is creepy. Fast forward a few nights and my older brother was babysitting again. Only my twin brother went grocery shopping with my mother and uncle at around 7 p.m. We were roughhousing and wrestling in his room and we acted like we wrestled outside of the ring and into my uncle's room, which we considered a backstage. Mid-wrestle, the closet door swung open on its own like a blast of wind. My brother and I stopped wrestling and stared in awe. A tall, dark shadow man walks out of the closet, and my brother books it out of the room, leaving me behind. <laughs> the shadow figure walks towards me and stops in front of me. I proceed to run out of the room and down the hallway, up the stairs, and by then, my uncle, mother, and twin brother got home as I started crying on the stairs. Rent went higher, we moved, and that was that, or so I was told from my mother. A few years ago, I get around to asking my uncle if his room was creepy in that house. 
He told me that, yes, his closet would open on its own in the middle of the night. He told me that a shadow man would sometimes walk out of his closet and would sometimes stand at the foot of his bed. He also told me that the shadow figure wasn't evil and that he had a comforting presence. So he didn't complain much. The shadow figure only came around once every few weeks. My uncle then told me the house's grim history and the real reason we moved. My uncle's closet had a cubbyhole, which led to underneath the house and conjoined my brother and uncle's closets together, which made one long closet. A man was murdered in that house in the 70s, and his body was found in that cubbyhole. My mother found out, freaked out, and moved us and blamed it on higher rent. My uncle knew, but vowed never to tell us. So this one makes it really seem like this shadow entity is a ghost because this man got murdered, and if the man was a normal nice guy or whatever, or not, but he wasn't a killer or anything, he wasn't evil. So if he got murdered and he still haunted the area, what I find kind of weird is he only shows up once every few weeks. I mean, that's kind of bizarre. Aren't normal, normally hauntings are either yearly or possibly seasonally or possibly on some kind of uh, cosmological event, full moons, whatnot, blood moons, whatever. It's, it's kind of weird how it's just every couple of weeks or maybe he averaged that in his head. I don't know. What do you think of this one? Well, they, they, they probably like to travel a lot like we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so his home base is the house that he got is the cubby hole yeah. he got murdered in, and then he just goes on random vacations and then comes back. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Right, and then they too. have and they have they have their uh, their own holidays too, like um, you know, shadow people holidays. <laughs> yeah, sh yeah, shadows, shadow Santa. You know, do they go? <laughs> oh, is that our next episode? So, or shadow, you know, the, is the, shadow, the evil is, the evil ones have like Satan Satan Day or some shit? Or is that? <laughs> Easter Buddy Shadow Entity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. All right, let's move on to the next one. About 10 years ago, me and my sister were home alone. Lots had been happening. Parents divorcing, blah, blah. I've never really believed in the paranormal, but I've always been open to possibilities. Anyway, it was around 3 a.m., uh-oh, 3 a.m., the witching hour. My sis was downstairs watching the telly, and my room was upstairs, and I had to go to the bathroom. Now, the bathroom faced a flight of stairs, and you could always see the glare from the light of the street illuminating the living room and whatnot downstairs. But this one time, because I always looked downstairs while going to the loo, there was no glare. There was no glow from the telly my sister was watching. All I could see that one time was this amorphous blackness walking up the stairs or hovering. I don't know. It was the first time in my effing life I felt this terror within me. I froze then and there for a couple of seconds. But when I could move, I ran to my room, turned on the lights, and sat on my bed trying to figure out what the hell had just happened. I didn't know what it was or what it was called. It looked like a shadow. It was coming towards me. It scared me. That house was effing creepy, man. It's kind of weird. She's calling the house creepy, but basically it was only this one incident, which is kind of weird. She doesn't describe any other incidents. Just this one time when she was walking 
and the entity, this shadow entity, hovered or walked up the stairs towards her. That's pretty crazy. Can you imagine that happening to you? What's that? What I just said. Uh, I completely missed it. A shadow entity walking up the stairs towards you. Oh, that's it? Uh, that's scary as hell. Yeah, it's weird. She doesn't mention any... Uh, she doesn't really mention that it felt evil or menacing. It's just she was obviously terrified, but it didn't necessarily intend to terrify her. I don't know. There's there's not a lot more to go on in this. Does, does anyone like uh, initiate the, like the conversation, like human initiating conversation in the shadow person? Like, I think that's what I would do. I don't know. I could be wrong though. I'd probably be. Scared what would you say? Like, what's up, what's up, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be something like, yo, yo, you got you got something to say? <laughs> yeah, well, yo, uh, I don't know. Offer like another like shadow beer or something. I mean, shit. they were. <laughs> oh, you got to have your own beer company. Call it Shadow yes. Beer. Shadow beer. Uh, <laughs> would you like a piece of the shadow? Is the, is the light a little too bright for you? <laughs> want, me, want me to turn it off? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? In some of the accounts, not funny, but for these people, but in some of the accounts we went over previously, the people screamed at it to leave them alone or whatnot. And, and some of them, the shadow person did talk to them. They said they, you know, they said whatever scary thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Intrude on your uh, shadows in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't uh, mean to come out of the shadows. I meant to hide a little bit. But yeah, if it's an astral traveler, I mean that could account for something like that. Because yeah, you, know, you, know, you know, you know, what's funny? Like uh, your weapon would be like a like a, a flashlight. Like, like oh. <laughs> don't move or I'll fucking flash you. <laughs> there's a there's a game. Uh, there's actually a game called Alan Wake. I believe that's the name of the game. Came out a while ago, but yeah, that was, uh, it was kind of, that's what it was kind of about now that I think about it. I didn't really think it was about shadow entity. It was about entities. And yeah, you had to, I think it was in Maine, of course, Maine. And you have to, uh, you're like in the middle of the woods at night. It was a really creepy game. One of the creepiest games I've ever played. And uh, yeah, you have a flashlight with batteries. Obviously, when you run out of batteries, that's real bad because you get attacked and killed by these shadow entities. (laughs) But yeah, your flashlight's your weapon and you gotta have your batteries. Okay, let's go on to the next one. This is the first and only time I've ever seen a shadow person. It was years ago when I was still a teenager in high school. I was invited to a girl in my class's house for a slumber party cookout. We had a bonfire, hot dogs, marshmallows, the whole nine yards. Very fun, enjoyable memories. She lived in a trailer. And next to her trailer was a trailer that had been abandoned for what seemed to be a few years. It was overgrown by weeds and basically looked like it was falling apart. I was told that the woman that lived there had actually passed away in that trailer. I'm not sure if she was sick or if it was an accident or if the story is even true for that matter. Who knows? Teenage girls like to scare other teenage girls. You know how it goes. Oh yeah, such and such died in there and now it's haunted. I remember we decided that we were going to go poke around the place. In the dark, yes. I think maybe one person had a flashlight. I didn't even get that close to the trailer when I saw it. This is the hardest thing to explain because how do you explain something that looks blacker than pitch black? I remember it was in the shape of a person. It could have been male or female. It was just a shadow, but it was coming straight towards us and I just lost it. Of course, when I screamed, everyone else did. It disappeared before it could get close. 
So is this some kind of uh, negative mass or negative density or something where there it's the absence of all matter or me i mean it's she's saying it's blacker than black which we have heard before blacker than pitch black it's just a void it's crazy it's pretty weird okay so a couple things if it's if this lady died in here we're thinking ghost on the other hand it seems like the entity was moving towards them and it disappeared as it was moving towards them what makes me think of that is if this is some kind of weird, bizarre, ghost, demonic haunting where there are certain rules, like, you know, the old legends with the vampire, you have to invite the vampire in or whatnot. What if one of the rules of ghosts is you can't touch people and she was trying to touch them so that she got faded out <laughs> by the rule maker? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I mean, it, this is kind of weird, though, because normally some kind of a ghost account, you would see some kind of translucent image or just basically invisible. She's saying this was blacker than pitch black. That's, that's actually scarier for some reason. I'm trying to imagine it, and it's, it's, it seems like a, like a black hole of some sort. That does seem scarier than a that, translucent human. Yeah, because I'd rather see like a, like a, a translucent than a freaking black hole entity like like, because cause a black hole entity type shape, like, I don't want to approach that. What if I get absorbed into that shit? Like, the, and, but the other one where it's, like, translucent or whatever is kind of, like, ghostly, that's kind of less scary, I think. Yeah, because when it's a, just a black outline of a humanoid, there's more of an unknown quantity. Whereas yeah, with yeah, the yeah. ghost, I mean, okay, that's a former dead person. That's a spirit. Okay, it's a little bit more of a known quantity than, uh, than this just shadow entity or shadow space. Yeah, that's Cause, cause that, that that black void thing that's like death like don't get close to it <laughs> what about what about the accounts where they say it's friendly and it gives off a comforting feeling i don't know i guess the, your theory with the good and bad shadow people kind of comes in but i don't know yeah that would explain that all right here's another weird one i was a kid maybe 10 years old i had just gone to bed and was wide awake it takes me a long time to get to sleep with the window to my room open, I looked at the window, and there was a shadow that looked like the outline of a man looking in. My room was on the second story of our house, and we had peak roofs, so I'm 99% sure it wasn't just a person looking in. It was a shadow. I screamed and ran to my parents' room and told them I saw a shadow in the window. They went and looked, and it was gone. But my dad joked about a floating head for weeks. That's kind of creepy, though. If you're on, like, the second floor and there's nowhere to stand outside the window and someone's just looking in, even if it was a human, I mean, that's kind of weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially to a kid. Okay, he said it was the outline of a man. See, all of these are kind of weird because... Would you tell the difference? Like, if it's somebody wearing a black hoodie or even, let's say, a black ski mask and they have really dark skin... But yeah, would they, yeah, and if they have if they have very dark brown or black looking eyes, I mean, you'd still see a little bit of the white. I mean, I guess if it was enough shadow there, I'm just trying to differentiate. It seems like most of these people who see shadow people, they're describing a void in space. They're not really describing a person who's just cloaked in shadows because you'd still be able to see a little bit of texture of clothing and stuff, right? Yeah, or texture of hair. Texture yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm trying. I'm trying to imagine, like, if I, like, let's say someone's dressed in black and like in a ski mask and shit. Like, it's both 
it's both scarier, but because they can do something to kill you, like in real, like you know, in the present um, uh, reality. But you can also kill back. You know what I mean? So I can, yeah. I mean, I can, I can defend myself against another human, but with a shadow, people are like, and you don't know what the intention is, and you see that kind of, like, uh, that's that's weird. I don't know. I guess I, I guess I, I prefer the. I don't know, because <laughs> I don't know what shadow people can do. Can like, like, can they kill me and shit? So, yeah. So, uh, so I'd rather. I, I guess I'd rather have like if if um, would you rather have a a, a human killer in in your room or like a, a shadow person? Well, it depends. If the human killer is really gonna kill you, whereas the shadow person is friendly, you'd survive the friendly. Or if the shadow person is neutral. You'd survive yeah. that encounter. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's weird. It's weird to think about. Yeah, that. it's weird. Cause, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's not an either-or thing. I don't know. All right, let's go to the next one. I've seen shadow people my entire life, as far back as I can remember. One of my first memories of a house my family moved into when I was nine was when I got into bed and seeing the hat man standing near my closet. I was not asleep in the slightest. I had just climbed in bed and was sitting up. The last one I saw was about two years ago, after I was sitting outside smoking on my porch. I live in a very quiet suburban street. I saw someone walk down the cross street to my left and disappear under a street lamp. It was weird because I could clearly see that it had the silhouette of a human, but it wasn't human because it was so dark. Then it walked near the street lamp and was just gone. Weird. All right, so these are two unrelated encounters, but this this person is also saying that they have seen shadow people their entire life. And we went over the hat man and what the hat man could be in quite some detail in our previous episode on Astral Travelers. The theory that of, of what the hat man could be, some really good and creepy theories, but uh, he's like the head honcho of shadow people. But uh yeah, Max, so what do you think of this? So we got the hat man. He's saying he saw it when he just got into bed and was still sitting. So it wasn't a dream that he fell asleep or whatnot. And then one outside, and it disappeared under the street lamp. That's kind of weird. What do you think? Mm. Mm. Under the street lamp. Yeah, normally you see a glimpse of them in the light on the lamp, and they disappear away. This one was walking towards the lamp and disappeared under the lamp. I mean, that's kind of the opposite of what usually happens. It's crazy. Because in the light, you could see something, and then it goes away, it disappears, but you don't know, it just faded into shadows or under, you know, behind trees. But this is bizarre because he could see it first, and then it disappeared under the lamp. Hmm. That one's just plain bizarre because that one's more of just, are these shadow people interdimensional travelers just walking around because it didn't seem like they even were aware of him witnessing them unlike the hat man who was standing next to the closet <laughs> which is pretty creepy this person did not go into feelings or if they felt menaced or threatened by the hat man but wait by the way um how many uh that's interesting the hat man uh consistency reports like and that's across the country and around the world right around the, the world yes and into ancient times there were yeah Jeez, we talked that's so weird and, and the the descriptions are consistent with relatively consistent yes that's gross. that's so yeah weird. we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing a dedicated episode on the hat man but uh huh. yeah, yeah it's 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 bizarre it's bizarre let's go on to the next one 
I've always been open spiritually, especially as a kid, and have seen ghosts and spirits before, but it's nothing compared to this shadow person I saw when I was 13. For starters, I don't even know what the hell these things are. I have done a lot of researching to try and make sense of these entities, but I honestly have no idea. They are not ghosts or spirits. I know that for sure. What I saw was not something in the corner of my eye or something that looked white and transparent like I've previously, like I've seen previously. These entities are basically a black mass. But anyway, I'll explain what I saw. I was trying to sleep, tossing and turning, and I turned over on my opposite side to face my doorway, which was on the other side of the room. My door was wide open because I was a frightened kid, especially of the night, because I always saw expletive, and standing in my doorway was this black figure of a man about six feet tall. I'm so edgy writing this sweet baby Jesus. The black figure of the man stood with his arms by his sides and you could not see through him. It looked three-dimensional. This figure did not have a hat or red eyes like I've read other people have saw on forums and stuff. It was just a silhouette of a man. I sat up as soon as I saw it and I stared at it for a good five seconds. Mind you, as strange as this is, I wasn't scared for some reason, and I can't really explain why. I think it was the shock of it or something. Anyway, I asked what's wrong, as I assumed it was my mother. When I got no reply, I assumed it was my brother and asked the same thing and still no reply. By that point, I had realized what the F was happening and... uh soiled myself and pulled the covers over my head. I looked up 10 seconds later and it was gone. So it looks like people do try to talk to them. They just usually don't talk back. This person is claiming they have seen ghosts before, so they know the difference. <laughs> and they are stating it's not a ghost. It is simply some other type of entity. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, we've got over other accounts where, pe where other people have said the same thing, that they've had experience with ghosts, and this is simply something else. Obviously, I mean, we really don't know. There could be different types of ghosts, but we don't know. What do you think of that account? Did you find it truthful in the way it was written, or do you think it was just somebody uh, making some stuff up? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maximum power. <laughs> All right, here's another one. I have seen one right in front of me, with lights on and a white door behind it. This thing haunted me if I was in my room. I have always felt fear from it, and it was intelligent. I would describe it like you, definitely three-dimensional. The best way I could describe the total blackness would be a black hole where no light escaped or bounced off of it. That's the whole account, very short. But the interesting thing here is that the door was white and this person saw it with the lights on and regularly. Basically, I think the insinuation is here, this thing haunted me if it was in my room. So that's kind of like an always thing. It always haunted him. So the lights are on in a bright room and the door is white. And this shadow entity is in front of the white door and described as a black hole where there just was no light, either bouncing a little, just no light in any capacity whatsoever. What do you think about that, Maxwell? Um, 
It's okay. That's all you got? Um, yeah. <laughs> Good thing you're doing a podcast on Shadow People. <laughs> this person also, it felt fear, but also that this entity was intelligent. They specifically think that the entity is intelligent. And it's like you said, it's like a black hole. So you said that that was scarier than a regular ghost, right? Yeah, because you, you don't want to approach a black hole. Okay, but, but what, about like... the added, what about the added variable of there's in, it's intelligent? What, the black, the black hole or the... The, the, black, the black hole is intelligent. So not only do you oh, know... that's not crazy. Because <laughs> this person... Well, it, it depends on kind of intelligence, evil or good intelligence. <laughs> Yes, it's weird. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see what else we got. This one is pretty entertaining, and I think you might actually be able to relate to it. You ready? Yeah. Not to bring up your criminal record, Maxwell, but okay. So I broke into the basement of my high school back in January with my friend. Isn't this what you used to do on weekends, Maxwell? <laughs> break into break into high schools. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we got down there by sticking something into the elevator key slot. I've always been sensitive to energies, so when I heard rumors about the basement being haunted, considering I'm a total sucker for all things creepy and unexplained, I just had to go. Long story short, we got caught, and something followed me out. I believe it's a shadow person. And by the way, its energy feels it most definitely isn't a good entity. I stopped noticing it for a while until about a week ago. Its energy pretty much hit me like a brick to the chest. It seems stronger now because I've been dealing a lot with my depression in the past month or so. It most likely was feeding off the negative energy. I just really need help being only a freshman in high school. If you have any suggestions on how to get rid of it, it would be greatly appreciated. All right, what do you do you buy this account or what? Um I don't know. It's okay. That's probably the worst way to describe something, Maxwell. It's okay. That doesn't that doesn't give the listeners any information whatsoever. There's no insight in that statement. I kind of missed the description. How could you miss it? It was so short. It's like three sentences. Um, this guy broke. This guy broke into into his high school. He feels like a shadow entity followed him out when he left, and is haunting him. And he has depression, and he feels like the shadow entity is feeding off of his depression. That's messed up. And negative energy. Yeah, I mean, it's something we talked about, you know, especially with heroin addicts or heroin users when they get haunted by demons. We talked about this. Some people say, oh, well, that's because they're hallucinating because they're heroin addicts. However, if demons or other entities are attracted to troubled people or people in negative states and they need that to feed off of, it would make sense that they would be haunting heroin addicts and not some super healthy person. Yeah. That makes sense. So it seems, to, and, and the description of getting hit like a brick to the chest, I've actually heard that in quite a few accounts. So most of this account, I mean, I guess if they're a freshman in high school, that could account for the writing style, which makes it seem like it was just made up nonsense. But there are certain little details like that, which I don't know, lend it a little bit of credibility. But all right, so let's move on to the next one. When I was in sixth grade, as I recall, about 11 years old, I was invited to a barbecue at a local park by a fellow classmate. Still paying attention, Maxwell? Barbecue, sixth grade. <laughs> I live in Las Vegas, so parks tend to consist of a playground, an adequate grass field for sports, and a walkway surrounding. 
This particular park happened to be surrounded by six to seven foot brick walls all around, except for the front of the park, which led to the street, and a single doorway wide entrance opposite of that in the back, which led to a neighboring apartment complex. After a day of playing, as most kids tend to, it was time to go home. We were tasked with collecting all of my friends' younger brothers and sisters. There were four of us same-aged kids actively looking for about seven or so younger children. The park wasn't too huge, and there was only one brick building, which served as the restrooms by the front. The kids weren't too hard to find, but this is where things take a turn towards the paranormal. You still following? Um... Uh, playground. Um, they were they were tasked to go collect all the little kids to leave. Oh, okay. So they're collecting little kids. Okay. How, so why why are they collecting little kids? Because it's time to go. They're getting the little brothers and sisters to go home. Oh, uh, okay. So that's siblings. All right. They're running around like crazy. They got to be rounded up to go home. Okay. Uh, okay. Halfway through the park, we see a dark figure of what appears to be a small child. Thinking it was one of the siblings we were looking for, we naturally start running towards it. At this point, the figure is making a dash towards the back of the park, so we give chase and start yelling at the child to stop. As this dark, black-colored figure is reaching the end, the most effed-up, completely spookiest thing I have ever seen in my life ensues next. The dark, childlike figure turns white starts running on all fours for like 10 feet, runs up a tree like a cat, and uses the elevation to jump over the wall to the apartment complex. We run out of terror back to the front of the park. The figure was completely solid, and I have three eyewitnesses that can back up my claim. All right, what do you think about that one, Maxwell? So now we have a child shadow entity, which we have not really seen reported thus far. It seems like nobody's really spotting childlike or child-sized shadow entities. But this is a childlike shadow entity that turned from black to white and then runs up a tree like a cat and jumps over a wall. What do you, what do you make of this story, Maxwell? Is this too that's, weird for that's someone really to make up? Yeah, is it's it really too, weird. It turns it to white and shit. Is it too weird for someone to make up? But how, many, how many people reported the same he said he has three eyewitnesses that can back him, so four total witnesses to this event. Mm. Unless he's lying about the witnesses. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, they should write that article together, sign their name on it. <laughs> Maybe they did. I mean, I wonder, I wonder what... I mean, I, I'm guessing if they did call the police, the police would be like, oh yeah, they were just kids playing. They're not going to... I don't think they would even bother to get the accounts differently, right? And then see if they matched up. Like, are they going to bother yeah. to separate all the kids and see well, if he's real or not? Yeah, I don't think the police will write. Uh, there's a white, that black entity that turned white when as it jumped over a fence or some shit like that. I don't know. They, even with four witnesses, they're not gonna write that. Which is really interesting. Maybe they should. Maybe the cops should all the time write. Cause imagine all the, imagine all the recorded uh, accounts that would be recorded. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? If, if, if cop, oh, if, that would be cop, awesome. No, no, no. But, but like, if they don't have to take it seriously. But, like, if they just record or write the report, like, this is what they saw, and then it would just, it would just collect itself throughout uh, the world, and we can, we can just, uh, we can do research on it. 
Yeah, that would be, yeah, that would, if, if police were trained to deal with paranormal, I mean, there's so many paranormal accounts you have, you have to have these private paranormal investigators, whereas if police were trained to do that as well, or it, that would be interesting, right? I mean, that, there would be so much more information out there, so many more accounts verified. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's kind of weird though. Like, I mean, I, I get it though, because like it's hard to work like in a real, you know, to deal with reality. Because there will there will be some hallucinating people, you know. Um, yeah, but you know what's you know what they should do though. Okay, so you know how there's like a bomb expert technician, there's a canine officer. Yeah. There should be a paranormal officer. So the ones that have the basics of paranormal, and he just tags along. To different police that that way it's not like you have to train every single officer to be uh, okay that's not that's not too bad like a like a paranormal department or like a like a canine officer or like bomb squad or swat like, like or, or pretty much pretty much like an x-files division of in the police department in a local yeah yeah the local police version of that that way some of these things aren't dismissed outright and there's a lot of research, and if they're taken seriously, because okay, even if ninety nine percent of them are yeah. all fake, one percent would have so much more validity. Yeah, especially because a lot of the times the police are first on the scene. But like even, even, but even like just collecting the data with all yeah. these reports, you know, that would be it would be an interesting research. Yeah, anyway, crazy. you know what I mean. Even yeah. if it's all, if even if it's all like ninety nine percent false, and you know, yeah, it would be interesting. It would be interesting to see what people are experiencing the taxpayers demand that police yeah. have a paranormal officer investigating <laughs> any and all claims on the scene <laughs> well well if the if it was you know uh, never mind don't get me started with privatization all right so here's the next one this one is bizarre as well i was about 10 to 12 at the time and I had moved into an entire different state with my mom and her new husband. I was home alone on the computer. I was sitting in an open area on this futon with all the lights in the house turned off. The only light I had was the one coming from my computer screen and from the running TV. You know when you get that feeling as if someone is staring at you? Well, I turned to the source, which was near the stairs, and I just saw this dark human figure. It was necessarily transparent, but I guess you could classify it as that. It was just staring there, looking at me, with one hand on the banister. I grabbed my laptop and ran to my room, repeatedly calling my parents. So you know what's interesting here is some of these shadow entities, we actually went over them in one of the first episodes. The shadow entity is not completely black and opaque, but it's actually a little bit translucent. But not like a ghost with features. It's just translucent blackness. So you could see a little bit behind it. Now, what does that tell you, Maxwell? I mean, we, we have sightings all across the board here on the spectrum. It seems like we're not dealing with only one entity because one entity would be consistent. So if shadow people can also be translucent or partially translucent and not completely opaque, well, what does that mean? Hmm. Yeah. It means, yeah. yeah, that's all you got? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what to think about it. I don't know. In the previous account, the black shadow figure turned completely white. So it's like modulating its existence. It's, it, how, it's just really bizarre. That doesn't make any sense. So it's either the absence of all light or the inclusion of all light. It, it's, it's, it's really weird. The, the, white, the white transmutation is an immature behavior on the, on the shadow person. So it's like a... 
It's like a, he has he hasn't outgrown that whiteness yet. <laughs> <laughs> so he's learning. He's learning. <laughs> well, the white it seemed to turn white when it was running away. So maybe maybe it got spooked by. Yeah, they have they have to he, the the shadow person has to control its fear, so it doesn't turn white. So like I don't know, maybe the shadow people have this, uh, you know, they they learn to control their fear so they don't turn white. So this person, this one, <laughs> That's very this, one interesting. Has, this one hasn't learned how to control the fear yet. If they're interdimensional travelers and they have some kind of an energy source, how far or how long they remain in a dimension could also possibly have something to do with how black or translucent they appear, maybe. Or it could just be the strength of the entity in general. It might cease to exist. So if it's a non-strong shadow person, it might be partially translucent as opposed to a very strong energy shadow person. All right, the next one. I'm parked in the woods, standing with friends by my truck. Something starts rolling down the hill, but it gets closer, and we see it's actually something running on all fours. Thinking it's a bear and a general feeling of discomfort, we we jump in the truck and I'm heading off down a dirt mountain 4x4 road and I'm about a mile away and I hit my brakes. Looking in my mirror, the brake lights reveal that this thing is still right behind us, now on two legs. Now it's white, not brown. I gun it, and it gets back down on four legs and keeps up to about 40. Off and on, mountain road, jeep trail, and it stops when I finally hit pavement. I blew a tire and drove another five miles on the rim until I was far enough away to not feel threatened anymore. We never figured out what the hell it was, but it scared the bejesus out of us. One friend sat in the truck clutching a shotgun and wouldn't even get out so we could change the tire. All right, so first thing, right off the bat, this this encounter seems real because the level of detail, like to think up that you blew a tire and drove on the rim, either this is a really good writer with a good imagination or this really happened in terms of their perception of it happened, even if there, even if it was just a bear. It seems like this was a real story. We have again. This thing is turning white. What is it with these? And is this a shadow animal? This doesn't seem like a shadow humanoid, or is it Shadow Dogman? <laughs> we actually did Shadow Bigfoot. If you haven't checked out that episode, check out shadow sasquatch is bigfoot a shadow entity that's a very interesting podcast where uh maxwell brings to the table quite a few astute points and theories in his usual fashion were they any good <laughs> yeah it was a good podcast okay so what do you think mean, were, were my theories good well all your theories are good always right all right so this they think this is a bear so they get in the truck and they drive away and then a mile later, they see that it's on two legs now, like Dogman style, and that it's actually white and not brown. So they saw it before, and they thought it was a bear because they saw it running on all fours at the beginning before they drove away. 
Now it's white and standing on two legs. So I don't know. I don't know if this shit even belongs in in a shadow entity because uh, this isn't necessarily a shadow entity. It could be a skinwalker, some kind of shapeshifter. They don't necessarily say it was a shadow entity, but it is interesting that if it did start off brown and turned white, that's kind of weird. It could be a shadow entity, I guess. I don't know. That's one of the most bizarre stories I've seen as well. What do you think about it? Yeah, it's a little weird. That's all you got? Yeah. <laughs> all right. This is the last encounter of the podcast. So hopefully even Max- Maxwell can summon his focus to pay attention. Are right, you ready, Maxwell? Yeah. When I was in seventh grade, I was standing at the bus stop early in the morning, still dark outside. The bus stop was somewhat under a street lamp. It would cast your shadow onto the house in front of the stop. I still to this day can't explain what I saw. I was standing there, normally the only person at this particular stop. When I see the shadow of a person walking towards me, I didn't think anything about it, but it was a school bus stop after all. All of a sudden, while I am watching this shadow of this person approach me, the shadow just stopped walking. Curious, I looked around for the signs of someone, saw absolutely nobody. I turned back to look at the shadow when it then drops to all four legs and takes off running full sprint right past me, then just disappears without a trace. I have told this story to many people. Nobody seems to believe me. Has anyone else had an experience like this? So it looks like we have to subclassify shadow entity encounters with some kind of shadow creatures. Or is this a shadow werewolf? Is that what the other creature was? Because we have these accounts. There's multiple accounts now of a a humanoid shadow entity dropping to all fours and running. That's really interesting. Did they? Did he explain like it? It was a very um, biomechanically on all fours, efficient, like a cat. Or well, the, in the other account, remember where where it went up? It turned white and ran up the tree like a cat. That was very efficient. I'm assuming it must be because they're saying full sprint on all fours. So you, mm. it has to be somewhat efficient to be moving incredibly quickly. So I don't think it was a clumsy. So so the, so the legs the legs were the legs. The shadow legs were completely visible, uh, or at least, yeah. Well, it said I, it was, they, this person said it was humanoid, and it dropped to all fours and took off running full sprint. Uh, so it's okay. like it's kind of like in those creepy movies where a ghost or something runs on its hands. Not like in real life; like you can't run that fast on hands and legs. That's crazy. But that they can. That, that's that sounds creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so this is a new subclassification of shadow people that just run on all fours super fast. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, really bizarre. Like, I, I really don't know what to make of it. Uh, we do have those skinwalker legends, and we'll be getting into those in a dedicated podcast. But the, it just, it seems like there's a lot of overlap. I mean, we got ghosts, shadow people, possibly interdimensional, possibly skinwalkers. The Hat Man. I mean, these are all just really, really bizarre. So, what do you think, Maxwell? Uh, it's it's interesting to get all these reports that are consistently similar. 
Yeah, and, and also the anomalies as well, where shadow people are translucent as opposed to completely opaque or blacker than pitch black. But we, we do need to subclassify some of these sightings because shadow people seem to be a very, very widespread phenomena with a lot of diverse anomalies and intricacies in these sightings. They're not all exactly the same. So, so yeah, there's, there's plenty more to discover. Once again, if you like our podcast, you can donate to our PayPal. Just check the link in the description. And like our Facebook page. Make sure you're subscribed. If you like this video, like the video, feel free to share it across social media platforms. Like our Facebook page. You can also check us out. Twitter, Reddit, Patreon. This is Bruce McGuire signing off. And Maxwell Powers. We'll catch you guys next time.